Welcome to this week's Monday meeting. Today is February 1st, 2021. Monday meetings are a chance for motion designers all over the world to connect and ask questions, share inspiration, or hear in presentations and interact with industry leading artists on an equal playing field. Uh, we have no topic for today. Not quite sure what will come about in today's meeting but that's all good. Um, if you have a question or anything, you can type question in the chat or raise your hand in the raise your hand function with Zoom in the participants tab. Um, if you say something you don't want released in the recording, let us know and we'll take it out. Um, so anything new this week with any of y'all? Okay, good, good. Glad to hear it. Um, yes, so last week we had a pretty interesting call that kind of morphed into a um, discussion about what is success and all that. And I think that resonated with a lot of people. Um, it was a good discussion and I think needs to happen more. Um, I don't know how many of you made a lot of YOLO bets on the stock market last week, but hopefully if you did, you uh, came out on top and got out of it before you lost it all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, for me, I'll just kind of give you a quick update here. Like right now, my, my schedule is pretty mellow. I've got a kid coming into the world any day now. So I've been kind of pumping the brakes on picking up any projects. Um, but wondering if other people, how you guys are doing, how y'all are doing, what are you busy? Are you finding that people are starting to reach out or ramp up for, um, kind of new budget years and stuff like that. Be curious to hear any experience that's going on with that from any of y'all. Bueller. Bueller. Oh. Alejandro, how's it going with you, man? It's going all right. Um, busyness levels are kind of stable right now. It's just more a matter of me being behind and catching up with things. Um, but I am hearing uh, kind of that mix of like, of, uh, of people, you know, friends and colleagues as some of them have either a too much work or they don't have any work. And it seems like it's a very industry dependent. Um, and some of the people that are not, you know, adapting as quickly or switching to take on possibly, you know, outside of their normal industry are having a little bit more difficulty. A uh, buddy of mine I was talking to in the weekend and uh, his work just basically came to a grinding halt about two weeks ago or so, like nothing. And it's the first time in, in a while like that he hasn't had any work whatsoever. So I was trying to hook him up with some stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, still knocking wood. Still seems to be coming this way. So at least nice. in sense, can't complain much. Does anyone else want to share? You guys have been up to any experience like that? Feel free to hop on, jump in. 
Um, oh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, we're crushing today's meeting already. Um, oh, if you do get slow, what do you do to stay busy with yourself? Do you, you know, a lot of people talk about working on your business, not necessarily in your business. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that can be said for that. I'll give you an example of what I'm doing right now, since I've pumped the brakes on taking projects, trying to concentrate a little bit more on my, um, my business and how, you know, refining my kind of sales pitches and networking and even looking into social media stuff more. Uh, I actually hired a friend of mine who does social media consulting who like gave my page a whole edit or audit and good practices. And, you know, he's up with the algorithms and stuff like that. Um, so that's been kind of interesting to learn about and, uh, you know, trying to stay busy within, um, within the business, but also not, you know, overextend myself for project-based stuff. Um, has anyone here focused on that at all for their business or, um, I say business, but like, even if you're just a freelancer, you know, it's word of mouth, networking, being visible. You know, I keep saying every time I think it's going to slow down, I'm going to finally work on that reel, finally work on the side, we're done. And it just seems to never, ever happen. Um, hmm. But at least in my case, um, every time that I've noticed it slowed down. First of all, as I complained to my wife, which seems to set gears turning in the universe, because <laughs> usually a week later, she'll be like, why are you complaining? You have no work. <laughs> but uh, I normally will reach out to, you know, to all clients. And because of my relationship with a lot of clients is, is very friendly, I, I've noticed what works the, the best is to not even be asking if they need help or anything like that. It's just, just hey, how are you guys doing? You know, what's new? What's, you know, what, what are you guys have been working on? And, you know, just showing like interest in their work and that's have seemed to work every, almost every single time that I've done that, at least one of them will be like, Hey, you know, are you, do you have any time available in the next few weeks? You know, there's something that we might need your help on. And I'm like, sure, absolutely. Um, so again, mileage by my, uh, my vary, but at least for me, that has pretty much almost always worked. Um, hmm. or at least something, it may not be, you know, full schedule kind of thing, but at least something tends to come up. And so the key ingredient in that obviously is that, is that relationship level that it's, and I, I can't say I have that with every client, but I try to keep that, um, that at least some contact in that, you know, with my client, I tend to have a very friendly relationship with. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I just try to mark down in my calendar, hey, if they have a birthday or something like that, you know, send them an email or something like that. Things that don't seem like they're forced uh, or, you know, or to format or anything. It's just totally. An email. Yeah. Has anyone else given a little effort into that side of things? Feel free to hop on if you want. Yeah, I, I personally have a hard time turning it off. Mm. It feels like there's always something to do, mm -hmm. um, especially with 
you know, having been booked now for like five months straight with a single studio, like I haven't been emailing, you know, new studios cause I'm obviously booked. Um, and so there's that part of me that's like, I'm going to have a ramp, you know, up if they don't book me for a week. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's also hard that they book every Friday. So I the only book for a week. So every Friday I'm like, am I going to have work next week? I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's important to stay on top of that stuff because it's easy to be busy, 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 and then come up for air and you're like, okay, now what? I haven't done any, there's no leads. There's no sales. There's no nothing kind of in that realm. And I think that's, that's definitely hard to balance when, especially in, you're in the thick of it, working on projects, um, carving out time to spend on that. But at the same time, like, I feel like that is a very important side of the business. And if you see how studios and even small studios are structured, a lot of times they have more of like, you know, the creative focus, but then they also have, you know, half of that machine kind of working for sales and marketing and, you know, staying on top of things, um, emailing clients and stuff, you know? Um, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, sorry, that was my kid. I was going to say, I've been focusing um, on, you know, I'm obviously taking the school of motion course um, and I'm really trying to leverage that as marketing for me, you know, to give me um, focus to work on personal stuff um, so that I have, stuff out there because if it were up to me i wouldn't post on social at all ever (laughs) so it's a good motivator to like have stuff to actually post jeff Mm -hmm. i saw that you were on linkedin today school of motion posted yeah Yeah, you were like a case study key student the future of the industry i think they said yep that's exactly how they put it (laughs) nice congratulations thanks yeah they got they got a feature post so i got posted from their account on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And there's the kids again. Nice. How are you taking the lights camera render? Yeah. Yeah. How's that so far? Um, it's been really good. Um, you know, I'm, I would say I'm a little more advanced than some of the, you know, than I think what it's really focused towards. Um, I think it's focused more towards people that have just come right out of like ascent. Um, Mm. they're like second level of C4D. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think the overall, like getting to see, um, you know, more processes and like workflows, like that's really been helpful for me. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've, I've liked it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about if you do get in a lull with work, right. Like taking time to, um, work on your business, take training or a class or something like that, you know, is always, is always good and helps level up for sure. But I'd also point out that take, you know, something that probably doesn't get said as much. And I'm kind of now feeling I'm starting to dabble in it a little bit. It's just taking time off and away from my computer um, to kind of reset that way. You know, I've carved out this time for the baby and, and stuff. So I want to take advantage of that, not only for kind of uh, to shift my focus on my business and stuff, but also just more of a mental reset on things like 
quarter four last year was pretty wild for me. So it's kind of nice to like be able to um, regroup in a way. Um, and, you know, yeah, for better, for worse, it's kind of funny, but I feel like I've been like consuming like movies and just trying to find inspiration in other places and get out of the uh, echo chamber in a way um, and come back in, which has been, which has been nice and kind of refreshing that way. And, you know, starting to play with like different softwares. Like I, I've never really fucked around with world creator and I started messing around with that a bit and making cool mountain scapes and, you know, like, I don't know, just stuff of getting out of my normal workflow and, and trying, trying new things. Um, I see Jeffrey put something in the chat. Um, I don't know. Jeffrey, do you have a, do you have a mic? Do you want to pop in today? I don't know if you uh, Does this work? Yeah. Yeah. We hear you, man. All right. Uh, yeah, I have a mic. I, I don't know that I'm necessarily prepared to like have a conversation. I just thought I'd throw it out there, but yeah, I mean, I'm a new freelancer. So, you know, I've only really known working at a small studio and it was super small at that. Cause I was like literally the only person doing you know, the actual like design and animation work, but I've been, you know, unemployed and trying to get this freelance career going, but it's like when I don't have a project, it's really hard to like decide what to do. It's just get kind of overwhelmed because there's so many things that I end up finding like I just don't don't really do anything because I'm just kind of, you know, there's too many things to chase. You know, <laughs> totally. Someone is, you know, someone who's like not used to having to kind of call the shots, which is also interesting too because the last place I worked was really slow for the past like year and a half. And honestly, I don't know that it's like necessarily like they claim that it was like the industry or the, the pandemic that, you know, uh, made things suffer, but I, I I don't know if that's totally true. I think that you know maybe there was a disconnect with them in finding work too. So I've been interested in doing freelance for a while. I just like yeah, you know, and you know we touched on this stuff on a lot of other uh, or you guys have touched on this the last couple that I've sat in on. But like yeah, there's just like a lot of people doing this stuff. There's so many people out there doing it, and like you're on social media like looking at the stuff you're talking about where you're like advertising on social media if you're someone new to the game like that's a little intimidating so mm -hmm. i don't know just like what do you focus on do you focus on cool per personal work that like makes yourself make yourself look better do you focus on just sending out cold emails and like hoping something sticks do you take the super like underpaying jobs that overwork you which i've been doing the last few like months but mm -hmm. you know like yeah which where do you focus where do you jump in like how do you stay um, like in a disciplined mode when, you know, you've got so many like different strings to pull on. Totally. No, that's a, that's a great question. And I would love for anyone to pop in and, and give their two cents on it. Um, I think you're, you're in a good group of people here that have been doing freelance for a while or new to freelance. Um, I would love to hear anyone's uh, thoughts on that. I can jump in if you can hear yeah, me. Yeah, go ahead, Elizabeth. Yeah, hey, um, just really quickly, um, I try to have a, a short form project and a long form project um, always in the in the works, right? Because I never know whether or not I'm going to have patience or whether I want like the achievement cookie, you know, for finishing something at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. um, 
I just kind of check, this is purely regarding personal projects, just kind of check in and see, um, see where my headspace is at. And if I could, you know, if I really need to, to get something off my desk, then I'll do the short form, mm -hmm. you know, just one thing. So. Yeah. I mean, um, anyone else looking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Travis. I've been free. Like this is the start of, uh, year two, I think. No, start of year three. But for me, uh, the first thing that I was worried about when I left my job was how am I going to survive and finding the work that's going to keep me going through that. Um, and luckily, it's all who you know, like you make connections through working at studios and other agencies. And obviously, you can't probably poach people with non-competes and things like that. But um, it's reaching out and forming a network. And that kind of sets up this invisible web where you're making work and doing the things that you want to do and getting better at your craft. And that stuff is sort of marinating in the background. Um, you still have to do it. It's a couple emails a day or something like that, but uh, it, it at least puts a little bit of a net in place so that you can continue to make the work and still get your name out. But that's what I would recommend. As far as like what you work on and try to perfect, you can make short things for your reel, depending on how strong your reel is. Um, even making, like practicing something that you want to, but finding a way to roll it into a bigger project. Like if you want to do something with lighting, um, finding scenes and lighting certain things, just, I mean, there's a million different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I think all of those are, are great tips and thoughts on what to do. And I think getting back to your question too about discipline, um, I think if you figure that out, you should let all of us know. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I think all of us struggle with that, especially when you have free time, right? Um, and you look at this huge ocean of things. Do I work on my business? Do I take a class? Do I do a personal project? It can get overwhelming. I mean, at a drop of a hat really. Um, and I'm not great about it. I've got so many courses that I've bought that I've watched like the first third of them. And then I just like trail off and, you know, just not disciplined and like completing anything on my own time. Um, but where I have had success with stuff is when I do actually schedule it into my schedule and into my calendar where like, it's like, all right, cool tomorrow morning from, you know, eight till noon, I'm going to work on this class or I'm going to, I want to learn how to do smoke sims or some, you know, and just start chipping away and almost putting kind of a time restraint around it. Um, because I find if it's written down and it's on a calendar, um, I tend to stick to it. If I just look at my day and it's wide open and I can just start, drifting into slack and then i'm on reddit and then i'm in cinema and then i'm over in Houdini. it's like okay cool i was like doing stuff on my computer but i actually didn't do anything <laughs> you know um so yeah i think you know it's hard to stay disciplined and that's especially you know when you're on your own and you are in charge of your own time but you know if you have a few ideas of personal projects and like travis said I mean, it could be a shot for your reel. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like, 
a three minute like cinematic personal project or whatever, you know, it could just be a technique that you want to perfect or try out, you know, do a bunch of R and D tests. Um, you know, anything that I think can help push your skills further. And like, it doesn't have to be a 10 X jump or whatever, but if you're just noodling around in a program and you have some happy accidents, like I would say that's kind of, you know, that time was well spent. Um, but I think where it gets tricky is if you have a week, and there's nothing going on and you're like, yeah, I'm just fumbling around. If you have that much time, I would try to schedule it out a little bit more. That way you, you know, kind of stay on schedule in a way. Um, I don't know if that helps at all, but um, yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard. I would say like not a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily new information, but it's good to yeah. kind of hear it coming from other places than the like, you know, places you've already been hearing it from. Um, yeah, I don't know. There are a couple, a couple of reactions to some of that stuff. Uh, first of all, like the, the, like getting lost on, you know, social media or whatever. I've, it's, it's always like, I've never understood how some of the people that I perceive as being like really prolific have, and that yet they're always answering questions on Slack and they're always answer like engaging on Twitter and stuff. Like how the hell are people getting shit done and, you know, maintaining, that level of engagement, you know, mm -hmm. in the world. Um, Cause yeah, it's super easy to just, you know, start with five minutes and then all of a sudden it's been an hour cause you've just been like scrolling down and scrolling down and scrolling down, but. You're in um, the feed. Yeah, another thing, I don't know, I, I'm kind of interested in hearing about with other people that are freelancing and, you know, I'm sorry cause I'm kind of new. So I might ask some of these like new fresh questions, but like, yeah, That's great. I, 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 you know, I was sort of forced into it. I didn't have that you know, three to six month buffer that everybody's talking about. So I'm looking at like a month from now, not being able to pay the mortgage. Like what the hell do you do? Has anybody else experienced that? Like how the hell do you get through that and keep yourself like focused on finding something without like freaking out to the point where you just, you know, mm -hmm. let it all crash and burn. You know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of terrifying. I mean, I got that gut feeling that everything's gonna be fine, but you know, still, really intense so i don't know some anecdotes for sure be, might be nice <laughs> for sure does anyone want to jump in on that or talk about their experience in a similar situation um i'll chime in a little bit yeah. uh, i'm not freelance i'm, I'm full-time but like i've experienced quite a few layoffs um just through my I don't know. I think it's a decade now. Um, so like the big thing is for me is finding trust in myself um, and what I know how to do. So like, it's very easy to scroll the feed and um, just be like, how are they doing it? Like, I'm not as good as them, that type of thing. So if you ever find yourself in that situation, turn it off um and walk away from the computer go outside take a walk like stop streaming that into your consciousness because it's not it's not going to benefit you in, in in any kind of situation walk away um the personal work that you're doing um it doesn't have to be for instagram or for a social post or for a tutorial or whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where it needs to go um what it's supposed to do is help you understand a process, a design theory, 
lighting structures, you know, there's this industry is immense. It's complex. Um, and like, give yourself a ton of grace because, um, every single person that's posting stuff is learning stuff. They're all going through the same emotions. Um, the big thing to like pay attention to is like, who are the people that you've worked with before? Where are they? How can I contact them? It's okay to be like, Hey, I just got out of a, like, just got out of a job. I'm looking to see like what's available, where you're at. What, like, do you have any leads? It's very much okay to like ping your friends and your network first and just get those sort of conversations going. Um, everything takes time. So patience is really hard to, to like, to foster into your sort of everyday like mentality. Um, it's easy to send out, you know, a hundred emails and just like, you're just waiting for one to come back. Um, don't stress about them coming back. The ones that need to will, um, you know, like just keep, keep thinking forward. Uh, don't ever think that like, you're not good enough with anything and like, just, just really breathe. Um, you know, that's like, it's, it's really just, <laughs> it's understanding that like we're humans, right? So we go through these complex emotional, like, um, just, uh, it, it's just a cycle. It's, it's, it's a cycle that we all endure and go through, like whether we're experienced, we're not experienced, um, going into something brand new. It does like, we're just humans figuring out how to be who we are as individuals and what that means to us. So discover that you want to do for yourself. And like, whether that's like, I really love, you know, uh, just simple materials and layout, like then just focus on simple material and layout, you know, and, and practice that for yourself. And those practices will go into everything else that you do. And while you're practicing and you're sending emails and you're, getting away from the computer and everything you'll feel like you're like you're doing more for yourself than just doom scrolling and living in this space where like you don't feel adequate enough for what you're doing um and the more like comfortable you are in your own space when you talk to people you're able to have these conversations that um, we'll feel more enlightened. Um, we'll feel like you have a, a firm grasp on the things that you're trying to do. And you're not just thirsty and trying to get a drink from somebody, right? Like uh, you actually want to have the conversation, have a cup of coffee and like hang out and become, turn it into a relationship instead of just mm -hmm. a, a faucet you drink from, right? Um, so that was everywhere. Um, and I hope it helps. Thanks, Lucas. I'll also jump in and just say, like, um, it took me six months to get my reel done, mostly because I was scared. Um, but then once the reel was done, I, like, changed. Like, I found a different gear, if you will. Um, and I got scared that we wouldn't have money for food and all that stuff. Just, like, you know rent and mortgage whatever um what i did was i literally would email everyone i could find that day like every studio every person i knew anyone randomly i'd met on on uh, social 
like literally everyone. And at the same time, while I was looking for freelance, I was also applying for every job I could think of. Um, so I was, I was double dipping. Um, you don't have to stay freelance, right? Like you can do full time too. So don't limit yourself just because freelance may, you know, sound cooler. Um, don't put the stress on yourself to, to make it happen in a set amount of time because it may take longer for you than it did for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say too, um, Jeffrey alluded to, you know, not having the runway that, you know, you plan to have, if you want to make the jump and all that. And, um, you know, those funds can run out pretty quick if there's nothing else coming in. Um, and you had also mentioned too about just hopping on some like jobs where, you know, you should probably be getting paid more for them and and whatnot, but you just need to take it on. Right. Like totally understand that. And I think a lot of us have been there and have done that. Um, one thing I would probably do, and hopefully you already are doing this is say, um, you're taking on some of this work because you just need some sort of payment coming through. Um, if you're willing to work for that discounted rate, make sure it's noted on your invoice. Like, um, let's say you do a project for a thousand dollars, but you think it should have been 2000. When you invoice them, make sure you have like a discount on there that has your full price. That way, you know, in a month, if they want another one, you're like, you can say, oh, cool. Yeah, here's my rate or here's, you know, the project price. Um, You know, the first one I did a discount, as you can see, but this is my rate, you know, because you don't want to start taking on things at a discounted rate and then kind of be lumped into that rate, essentially through an agency or client, whoever you're working with. So if, as long as you notate the discount that you're giving them, um, I think that's good for, you know, moving forward, hopefully with those relationships that you have there. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, no one likes to take on projects where you're not getting paid what you think you should. But I also understand that, you know, when push comes to shove, you'll take that over. It's just saying no thanks and not making rent next month. Um, so it's definitely a fine balance. And I think you're getting thrown right into it, um, which, you know, goes back to say what, or to reiterate kind of what Jeff said is that, you know, freelance, everyone has their own journeys. Um, you can give it a go while still looking for full-time employment. Um, there's plenty of places that I'm sure would love to have uh, a motion designer on staff. So again, Sometimes you have to look outside of the the agency or like the animation motion graphics world, maybe start looking at post-production houses and um, any sort of, you know, local video agencies or something like that. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of talk about just produce the work you want and put that on your website. So you only work, you know, that is so true, but I would say all of us on this call and probably all of us that are listening have plenty of work that don't go on a website and pay the bills. And, you know, it's just, you just do it. You have to, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think sometimes the, the um, pricing 
strategies and stuff, definitely there's a lot of chatter about that. But when push comes to shove and you need to bring money in, like you just, you need to do what you need to do for that situation and for what your situation is, you know? Um, so keep in mind just to always be fluid with that, you know, and like, don't feel like bummed out because you had to do it. Like, you know, everything you do now is just a, a stepping stone for what you're building your career to be. If you stay freelance, or even if you don't stay freelance, if you go full time, just the, everything you're going through, the process, the, the mental struggles of things, like it's all making you stronger. Um, and it's really easy to get, um, kind of bummed out. I think we've all been there, but you, the tough thing is you have to just push through it because you can't just waddle in that shitty zone. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I hope you're getting a little bit of information here that is uh, helpful to you. But um, I think, you know, first and foremost, you've come to the right spot. You've, you're, you know, networking with people like everyone here on this call. If you're in the slacks, you know, you're just, even if you're not super active, you're just monitoring it and, you know, you do what you can and do what you feel comfortable with um, in terms of, you know, um, <laughs> sorry, I just saw the comment in the chat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Jeffrey. I'm just fucking rambling now, you know, geez. Um, but let's say this, let's get you out in the open, Jeffrey, what kind of projects do you want to work on? What kind of stuff floats your boat? Because if anyone here listening can help you out, feel free to drop your social link or email or whatever, and maybe someone hit you up. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's like right on the spot, huh? Um, <laughs> Here you go. Shows. What's your rate? What's I, was just gonna, <laughs> I was just going to like throw out like if anybody does have time and wants to take a look at my reel on my website and give me some, you know, pointers, I would appreciate it. Yeah, um, man. What's your website? Uh, just my name.com. Spell it out for us so uh, anyone Jeffrey, who's listening. JeffreyGrutter.com. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-G-R-U-T-T-E-R.com. Money. Can, you can play that back and forth on the recording. Um, <laughs> we'll make a remix out of it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> where, are you, where are you based? Uh, I'm in Minneapolis. Okay, cool. So for the clients and stuff, like the work you've been getting, is that is it local stuff or yeah so yeah i mean the, the stuff that i'm working on now is like just for some friends uh my old or my former employer had some work that i kind of agreed to do a long time ago so i feel sort of beholden just kind of based on like you know i already told you yes i should do it even though you know the budget's not great but mm -hmm. it's for a movie so that's kind of neat nice um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mostly local. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a few like irons in the fire. But it, like I said, it's just like, when you're staring down, you know, if your, <laughs> your next payment next month, and you're like, Ooh, where's that going to come from? That's just where it gets a little scary. So like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I have some like leads and stuff like that. But you know, I, I have been sort of like on an island, you know, I've been working for the studio I worked for in Minneapolis is only, you know, three of us and the other two were married. And, you know, I was doing all of the work, even though it was all under their name. So mm. it was really tough because like, 
it's essentially my reel when you go on their website because it's all me. But um, that said, like, I, yeah, I don't have a ton of experience working in studios and stuff. So I kind of want to know what that's like for people who are freelancing to like jump in and work as a part of a bigger team and stuff like that. So kind of hoping jumping on like these calls, you know, and just kind of listening would kind of give you some insight into that, but I might need to like jump in and ask about it specifically sometimes. So people would rather not do that here and are open to like one-on-ones I would be super appreciative um yeah but yeah, yeah and I, I mean I don't, don't want to like steal the whole hour talking about my shit so oh dude don't worry we have I mean that's what these are for honestly it's just like a uh constant flowing meeting with really no agendas <laughs> uh which is a good thing and bad thing I guess but um <laughs> No, but I, I think, you know, just doing what you're doing now and, you know, just engaging with people and on the slacks and all that, it's, it's, you do what you feel comfortable doing and, and trying to be out there and available, you know, um, sure. it's a, and it's, it's a hustle, right? Like, yeah, it's, um, kind of sex it sucks to say that but it is you know um like no one's gonna just come tap you on the shoulder if you're just sitting there so um you know just getting out and doing what you're doing is is good but yeah anyone listening here um feel free to get in touch with jeffrey and rap about some stuff and i mean feel free to honestly hit up myself or liam has been doing a bunch of the one-on-one office hour yeah we had a a chat uh, nice like a month ago. And to be honest, like I, I don't have a whole lot of experience in like graphic design industry or anything like that, but sure. fuck man, like there's so many people in this industry that are like so down just to hop on a call and like tell you about their experience. And, sure. uh, you know, I've actually been doing it on my end, you know, like trying to talk with some studio owners now that I'm trying to like expand what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm walking into really. And like, I want to be proactive and try to figure some stuff out before I get into it. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like, so it's been, it, you know, I say that because I've talked to some like people that I, I don't want to say idolize, but look up to them. And they're like totally down to just talk shop with me. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so that's always a, a nice, a nice comforting thing when you look at uh at this industry yeah um so getting used to like having to have happy hours and stuff like staring at my computer screen it was a lot, <laughs> a lot nicer where you could just like go to the bar or totally i mean and this is such a new show. time right like you know virtual everything essentially you know like mm-hmm. the conferences are aren't really happening and all that where a lot of connections are made and you have a beer with someone or have dinner with someone. And, you know, you, you make those connections outside of the industry and you're like, Oh, this person's solid. Like, Oh, if they're looking for work, I, and I need someone like you kind of build that trust with those soft skills, you know? Um, and then if your work is good and can back it up even better, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I would be interested if anyone else wants to jump in too about their experience first getting going or, you know, if they've found any similar, if they've been in similar situations as Jeffrey at the moment and how you dealt with that.
or we can just, you know, move on to something else or just wrap it up because that's what this thing is too. It's just a meeting. It doesn't have to be like, we have to hit the hour mark, you know? So, um, I do just want to say, Jeffrey, I checked out your website in real, uh, after you plugged it and it looks really great. And I feel like at, like, as I go through like an artist's website, I'll look for like an Instagram and then like, I'm like, cause I want to see more work. Um, and I didn't find it. So I don't know if that's something that you have and could plug might be worth it. Uh, I stopped doing Instagram like a year ago, kind of got, I don't know, trying to do that. And I, I gave up Facebook except for like school emotion groups, but I don't really do it. Just political reasons. I don't know. Uh, and maybe that was a bad idea, you know, and I've been troubled with that. Like now that I'm starting my own thing, like, do I jump back on and, and get that stuff going? But yeah, I mean, I, I have one, but I have rarely, I haven't posted on it in probably over a year now. So. Yeah, that's a tough balance, honestly, like, you know, the social thing and promotion. And I mean, again, it's um, sometimes it's just part of the job, right? right. Like you don't have to post on it all the time. I mean, there's people that post on it all the time, as we all know, but, um, you know, just stuff to put up there, stay, you know, I don't want to say stay relevant, but like you, little tests or whatever it does, you know, doesn't have to be polished, but I would encourage you to continue to post there because it is a good resource. And maybe if you don't want to do it there, maybe do it on Behance or something, you know, um, sure. that has yeah, maybe what a little is bit the, more structure. Like, what is the i mean it's instagram basically to go to i guess like i don't thinking about it i don't know that i have the um and obviously i don't have like the visibility to have the privilege to just decide not to be on something if that's what's going to help me like make my career more lucrative or whatever yes and no but i mean but you going onto instagram isn't going to make you successful per se you know but it might get you on someone's radar that hadn't heard about you you know, sure. but the same could be said for LinkedIn. Same could be said for Behance. Um, you know, so if you're if you're not comfortable, I, and I totally get it. You know, Facebook, Instagram, data mining, like there's just a lot of stuff there. So if you you know, you know, Behance might be a better option. You know, um, right. or even I mean, honestly, LinkedIn has been really good for me personally. Like, it just seems like there's a lot more business minded people there and uh you never know what might come of that um but yeah you know sharing any sort of work and getting it out there um is never a bad thing um yeah maybe to add on that i think the linkedin idea is pretty pretty worth investing in um, because what i heard from also people who run companies or so they are not really on instagram but they are on linkedin and um, because there is, I think there's also a bit bullshit talk also on LinkedIn, but if you come up with cool visuals, uh, you can easily pop out. I mean, I, I'm not on Instagram, but I guess it's hard to pop out uh, to, to, I don't know, shine Instagram in the middle mm -hmm. where everybody else is putting awesome visuals. But on LinkedIn, I think you have the opportunity and you will reach the people who are deciders. So uh, I think it's worth maybe even invest there. Yeah, totally. I mean, like um, putting a new reel out or, you know, even if it's a 30 second little thing, just being like, hey, jumped into freelance, you know, open for opportunity, whatever it is, you know, um, it's just more visibility. And, and there are decision makers that 
lurk there, you know, compared to an Instagram. Um, exactly. So that might be a good spot to, to start there too. Um, I'd also add that each platform, uh, the algorithm's completely different. Yeah. So like Twitter, um, I get a lot more exposure on Twitter because I'm more active than I do on Instagram. And I have way, like I have, home, you know, like 400 followers on Instagram. So like my posts are seen by maybe a hundred people. So I don't invest a lot there because what's the point? Right. Julia, so most, do you have your yeah, hand up? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're good. Go for it. Okay. You're still done. I've been running around doing errands, but I haven't. <laughs> um, I was going to say, so with Instagram, I think it's totally fine to have an Instagram and not post on it all the time. Like, I think everyone's worried that like, oh, I have to, if I have an Instagram, I have to post on it once a week or I have to delete it. I don't see what, like, there's nothing wrong with it just being there. So like, just like have your Instagram and literally maybe just like whatever shots are in your reel, like just po do one post for each of those shots. So someone can at least load up and see your grid and at a glance, like see all your work. Because mm -hmm. like, it's like, that's the fastest way, like even faster than browsing your website. If someone doesn't want to watch your reel, if they, they can scroll your Instagram and see like, you know, it's not like a, it's, unfortunately it's a very brief, you know, glimpse into what you do, but at least they like get an idea because you can't help that people are, don't have time, you know? So it just might be easier for them to look at your grid really quick. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, just like have it be there. And it's totally fine. You don't, I know it's like, you might feel pressure, like, oh, it's there, I post on it. And for some people that's good and some it's bad, like I get all that, but like, it's totally fine to have like an idle Instagram, I'll call it, because it's still another way people could message you if they wanted to. Um, and also like when I went to Blendfest, like, all we did was exchange Instagrams. There was no, like we just used the little um, QR code scanner. We all just exchanged each other's Instagrams. Like if no one had business cards, we all did Instagram. Huh. So I still think it's very, I think it's like useful in that way. Um, Cause it's like a little, I don't know. It's, you can easily message people on there. It's like, it's just like another communication. That's, that's all I see. DMs, slide in them. I know, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. it's so, I don't know, it's so fast. Like. You're at a, we're not, I know we haven't been meeting in person, you know, whatever, but, but it, it happened at Blend and I know it'll happen when we have events again, you're there, you scan someone's Instagram, you instantly see some of their work because you're not going to watch their reel while you're sitting there talking to them. So it's just, I think it's very good uh, in that, that sense. So I think it's good to have it and it's okay if you don't post on it all the time. And I don't know. It is nice to share some process or like on stories, you know, be like, Hey, I'm working on this thing, a little bit of hype, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't have an active like Instagram strategy, I call it. I don't like try to post any certain amount. I do avoid looking at the feed too much because yes, that, that gets overwhelming and I, that can make you feel like, oh, my work's not the same as everyone else's or everything's been done. But like, I think it's good to have it just be there, you know? So that's my two cents. Tori, go ahead. I see your hands up. Yeah, I just really agree with everything that Julie is saying because I feel like it also helps you then like build relationships with people that are in your uh, like industry too because it's like I'm keeping updated with what they're working on and like the next time that we have a conversation like we can talk about like what they're working on and I feel like then it's just kind of like easier to then talk to that person you're in that person's mind a little bit more um, and like maybe down the line they'll recommend you for a job or something mm -hmm. and if not then you just have a friend. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, so I mentioned earlier that I had hired a buddy of mine who was doing like, he does social media consulting type stuff. And uh, I was asking him in terms of like working with different brands and, and yada, yada. And he was saying, he's like, there's so many brands and companies out there that have a social media manager, right? They're not going to necessarily go through the tags and stuff, but you, you know, through the, a post, you can tag someone that you're like with or whatever it is. And if though, if you tag like a studio or an agency or a brand, like chances are someone's going to see that, you know? Um, so it's just another way of being visible to people and being proactive. Um, because like for me, I would always put in like all the hashtags and I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, maybe someone will find me like this. But he said that with the creatives he's worked with, um, they've actually seen quite a bit, quite a bit of success by actually tagging the, the, the companies or the brands or the agencies or studios. Um, because someone actually does see it, you know, hashtags kind of get tossed into the ether a little bit. Um, and he also said that now Instagram's trying to like kind of rival TikTok a little bit and they introduced the reels thing and they are heavily pushing reels. So my buddy told me that I should be creating content for that because it the algorithm will push that to the top much faster than any other content. So um, little tip, little tip there. Um, yeah, and, and you know, Jeffrey, you put your the amount of followers in. Like, I mean, I wouldn't get caught up in the numbers, man. You know, just like, um, just put out your work, you know. And um, so that was a that was a reaction to Jeff saying oh, yeah. he only had four hundred <laughs> followers. I just followed him. So. <laughs> Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not think worried about the followers thing. Like I said, it, like the only reason I'm not on Instagram anymore and Facebook, it's just political reasons. And, yeah. you know, I can, I guess I could just like learn to, you know, invest in the fact that maybe they are going to get divested from one another and I don't have to feel so bad anymore, but, um, yeah, maybe I need to like, just kind of turn a blind eye to that part of it and bite the bullet and jump back in. Yeah. I mean, if you just kind of put your business hat on and you're like, well, hmm. I kind of have to, you know, um, or like, again, start with LinkedIn or, you know, start with a different platform. See if you're getting traction there. If you are, then, you know, maybe expand that. Um, but yeah, I think anything that you can do to increase visibility to yourself or your brand, or your work, whatever it is, um, it's not going to hurt you. Um, okay. We made it to an hour. One thing real quick. Yeah, Travis, go. Um, oh, let me hit the camera. Uh, so if you know art directors or people that work in studios or you have friends that do this stuff, ask them where they go to find freelancers or where they see work at because not everyone uses Instagram. Not everybody uses Behance or Dribble. Uh, there's other places. And so poke around and see what people use or how they find stuff, whether it's mm -hmm. Pinterest, things like that. But if you have those resources, you should definitely ask because – it's helpful to know. Yeah, great point. Yeah, it's always good to ask. People are very open to sharing information, I feel like, especially in our industry. Um, 
All right. Well, I'm just going to wrap it up because I feel like, you know, an hour is a good time for today. I do want to end it with this. That looks like Dustin Diamond, AKA, AKA Screech, passed away. I hate to say it, but he passed away. According to Rolling Stone, he uh, was diagnosed with a brutal, relentless form of malignant cancer only three weeks ago. So RIP to Screech. Uh, and now to end it on a good week, note, you know. How can uh, I follow that? Thanks. Yes, for that. yes. George, bring us I'm back to a happy place. Everything. So cancer, you say? It took only three weeks. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, he was only 44 too. Oh, and yes. Great. I was going to say, I think a lesson we can learn from 2020 is it's okay to quickly balance very sobering news with something happy and positive. As yeah. in meme of the week? As in meme of the week. Because what could be more happy and positive? Oh, oh, oh. Meme of the week, 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 so this is a meme that I stole and then made better. Uh, so obviously I stole it from MoGraph memes, Instagram. And it was very funny, but with uh, the help of my friends, I made it into something new. And this is actually the first time you're going to see this new format. I'm going to call it a, basically it's like a meme, but it's a video. So maybe I call it a Veeam. It's never been done before. A meme, but in video format. Oh, so you're baby. In, you're in for a treat. Uh, you know, I'll even put it on loop so we can like watch it two times. Here it comes. Okay. I'll make it a bit bigger. It's, it's worth it. Okay. Here it goes. Why are you the way that you are? I hate <laughs> so much about the things that you choose to be. Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose. Amazing. Sir, um, sir what's that sound, that music, meme of the week? Most people don't call it music. They call it horrible noise. But it's a song <laughs> I made for the segment of, I do it every week. It's meme of the week. And I used nice. to drink a lot, so I used to sing it. But now I'm sober. I was like, how do I get around not singing it? Because I don't want to do it every Monday when I'm sober. I know, I'll record it one time. I can just play it every time. Just being sober, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I do it every year. I, I stay sober for three months, just so I know I can do it. That's nice. great. Yeah, I would never do Sorry, it forever. I just I'm not mad. came in here, and this is like my first time here, and I'm really already liking the vibe. I came in like five minutes ago, and you guys are already leaving. And I feel bad. <laughs> oh, no. Thanks for joining. Yeah, we do this every Monday. at. Uh, it starts at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, uh, in Nigeria. And the time difference is crazy. So 3 p.m. Eastern time should be 9 p.m. here. So I'll just clear my Mondays every Monday. Nice. Yeah, man. Wait, you said Nigeria? Yeah, um, Rush the Goat. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm this guy who makes YouTube videos about motion design you guys should actually check on my channel yeah um, board so you guys should <laughs> plug it into the chat man i want please 
subscribe. I had this really dope conversation with Joey Corman last year. And it's something you guys should check out if you want to see how clean emotion designer in Nigeria is like. Watch the boat. I mean, and, and I was like learning a lot from the conversation you guys were talking about, about freelancing when I just came in. I mean, that's when I joined. And I wanted to add something. I don't know if you guys would let me add something. Yeah, please. I think when you're trying to get clients, the strongest way to get clients is through the people you know, through like the network you have. 80% of my clients have come from the network I have, maybe people I know, or like people I know and the people they know and the people just know. So like, there's like this weird web. So instead of, let's say, focusing on social media too much, why not focus on actually meeting people? I would say first build your brand, like kind of define what you want to be and what you want to be doing and the kind of work you want to do. So like let all your social media and your real communicate that. Then start meeting people, start having conversations with people. Because for the last six months, everyone I've been able to reach out to or every work, every project I've been able to do came from the people I I met or the people who knows who know me or people in my network. And that has been how I've been able to get clients in the last four years. And it's like the most reliable way to get clients because people would only hire people they trust. And you just have to, the more people you know, and the fact that you've built your brand, your, and your brand is people's perception of you. They know, like when, let's say um, I have a friend who is trying to make a video about, maybe an explainer video for his or her startup. And, you make explainer videos like that is all that is in your portfolio because of I know you and you've built your brand as that person who makes explainer, explainer videos of them, or that's what is in your reel. You'll be the first person at the top of my mind, and I have a better chance of recommending you mm-hmm. to that person. So, like, future brand, future network, and your clients. Yeah, no, great tip. Yeah, I mean, so much of the network really is like helps you grow, brings projects in, people are willing to, like you said, trust is a big thing. And yes. uh, if, if you know, people trust you or see that you've worked with whoever, you know, like that sometimes builds a level of trust there too, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like working on this video going into this content, this concept more. And please subscribe to my channel. I'm happy <laughs> yeah. to be joining. I'm going to be joining every Monday for life. Yeah, man. Keep joining. It'll be awesome to have you a part of this for sure. Honestly, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll... Myself so you can close. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll be back next week, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. And I think depending on uh, what comes up this week or whatnot, I think Tori might... Uh, help host next week and uh, we might have a, a, a um, discussion surrounding crypto art again but more of like the impact it has with environment and um, kind of the uh, power consumption it takes to do a lot of this stuff so um, that should be a really interesting conversation I look forward to that Tori if you if you feel like adding anything you're more than welcome to hop in right now if you want but um, yeah um I am just really curious about this topic and I think I have a lot of questions. So looking forward to it. Awesome. 
Well, we look forward to chatting more about it next week. So until then, find us on social medias. If you just start typing in Monday, it will pop up. I don't even remember our handles. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll post the recording later this week and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week and see you soon. Bye. See ya.